Hey there, everybody. Bob Beatty Bar here, and welcome to episode seven of the My Friends Are Amazing podcast. And this is a very special episode because I have a very special guest. Uh, but before I introduce this week's guest, let's take care of some of our regular intro stuff. In podcast news this week, I am super excited to announce that we are targeting our next goal of a thousand listens of the podcast. And I think with these next couple of guests, we can totally push toward that mark. My guest next week is definitely a must hear, and he's pretty much a worldwide celebrity. How's that for a teaser for an episode? Um, anyway, still no word on the if the podcast has been picked up by Spotify. But remember, you can still find episodes of the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Just search My Friends Are Amazing. Heck, you can even do it on Google. Just add podcast to the end. So if you go to google.com and you search My Friends Are Amazing podcast, boom, all kinds of different options show up. So you can just pick your favorite podcast network and hit that subscribe button. Today, the podcast is brought to you by Social Imposter, reputation management for social networking profiles. Social Imposter is a customized service utilizing proprietary technology that finds and mitigates the removal of fake social network pages on behalf of high-profile brands, actors, athletes, models, musicians, politicians, military officers, business people, members of the clergy, and their management teams. So basically, if you have a social media presence and you are concerned about people faking being you and possibly hurting your visitors or subscribers or just users, uh, you need to check out Social Imposter and have them help you remove those fake social profiles. Today's podcast is also brought to you by The Bob and Kevin Show. The Bob and Kevin Show is a live streaming YouTube uh, program show that airs every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, and this week is episode number three for Bob and Kevin. Uh, just for the record, I am the Bob in Bob and Kevin. Bob and Kevin will help you kick off each week, and they cover various things like tech topics, uh, recent headlines, featured quizzes, so they quiz each other, and other special segments. So we pretty much have a random grab bag thing. We, we write the show from week to week, and then we record it live on Monday and share it with everyone from the rest of the week. Uh, we do have a featured poll as well, and this week's poll is uh, what's your favorite coffee brand? So if you check out Bob and Kevin Show on Twitter, that'd be at Bob and Kevin Show, you can go and answer our poll. That would be great. So be sure to check them out on YouTube or check us out on YouTube, and you can always find a link to the live stream at BeattyBar.com. I will update that each week. So this week, my guest is Lillian Beatty Bar. Lillian is a 16-year-old gymnast, high school student, volunteer, coach, and barista. When she isn't doing all those things, she does her best to try to take time and take care of herself. Oh yeah, and she's my daughter. We had a great time on the podcast today, so let's just get to it. Okay, we're live. Hey Lillian. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you liking the studio? <laughs> the fish tank's crazy. What is the fish tank, just for everyone out there that's listening? <laughs> We're up to almost 500 listens, by the way, just so you know that. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, it's, a, um, it's a screen with a fish tank, a live fish tank. It but looks it looks like. pretty good, right? Yeah, it looks great. That is six hours of fish swimming video. Just wow. keeps me totally zenned out all day, every day. So what do you do for relaxation? <laughs> I like to sleep. You like to sleep? Would you yeah. call sleeping a hobby? Um, yeah. So, but like during the week, you don't sleep tons. No, because I don't have any time to sleep. 
And how would you say getting up in the morning? Would you say that's a an easy thing for you or a hard thing for you? Um, pretty difficult. And why would you say that? Um, I just don't like waking up in the mornings. Okay. Um, so <laughs> you don't like waking up in the mornings. I mean, so you, you're saying that you lay there and your alarm goes off and you're like, fuck it, I don't want to get up. Yeah, exactly. Really? You just don't want to get up? So then you just go back to sleep or do you think that you don't fully wake up when your alarm goes off? You know, I wake up and then I'm like, well, if I wake up now, I'll have a lot of extra time for nothing. So then I set an alarm for like 10 more minutes. And then if my phone's not in my hand, then I don't wake up to that second alarm. <laughs> so, But you set the alarm early and then you wake up and say, I don't want to get up now because I'll have too much extra time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I just help me with the logic there. I struggle. <laughs> because you're slowly waking yourself up. That's all it is. But don't you feel like you're waking yourself up repeatedly? And like, don't you get angry every time you wake up? Um, no. <laughs> the first few times I'm fine. And then the last one where I'm like, okay, I have to get up now. Otherwise, I'm going to be late. Explain to me the feeling when I come into your room and say, Lillian, you have 10 minutes to get to school. Well, <laughs> those days I sleep in a little longer than I mean to. But then how do you feel when I say that to you? Um, I just feel rushed and annoyed so that I get mad and then I get up. So how is it now that you're driving to school because it used to be where we would have that struggle and then one of us would have to take you to school yeah now i have to get up earlier because i have to get a good spot if i don't have to walk really far and so i'm kind of getting there but i'm like i've been before the curve for a while well you need to explain for everybody who doesn't know the whole school situation and the parking situation. So talk about the curve. What What's that all about? Okay. So there's like this really long street and there's a curve. And if you hit the curve, then you're like late and you're really far away from the school. And well, how far would you say the curve is like to the end of the curve? You think it's like a quarter mile, 10th of a mile? Yeah. A quarter mile, maybe. So also explain to people there is school parking in the parking lot. Yeah, but I don't have one of those, but I'll have one next semester. And why don't you have one now? Oh, because I didn't have my license when school started, so I couldn't get one. So is it a lottery for parking passes or just most people who ask for them get them? It's a lottery, but it goes to like seniors first. So I probably wouldn't have gotten one anyways. In what year are you? I'm a junior. So how old does that make you? 16. So how do you feel about being on a podcast at 16 years old? It's crazy. I can't believe so many people are going to hear me talk. Is this your first podcast? <laughs> it is. That's great. I feel honored that I can be your first uh, podcast <laughs> appearance. Do you think there'll be many more after this? Um, probably when I famous. Yeah. Okay. So this isn't normally how I start the podcast <laughs> for those of you who listen, but I figured it'd be good to uh, break the ice with Lillian and get her used to the kind of questions I'm going to ask. So we, we dove right in with kind of like a, a little bit of a challenging topic with the sleeping in. How do you feel that went? I'm all right. Okay. You survived. So yeah. let's, um, so let's tell everybody a little bit more about you. So you said that you're 16, you're a junior and mm -hmm. what high school do you go to? Caroline said no personal information. 
Okay. Um, so no personal information. So in who's Caroline? Caroline's my mom. Well, that's personal information. Oh, well, Bob's my dad too. So. <laughs> All right. So, um, so we're going to navigate this, not too much personal information for the, uh, 40 people that listen to each episode, yeah. um, who live all over the world, none really locally, but um, we're going to keep it. So you go to school at your high school. Um, yep. How long have you lived in the place that you've lived? Uh, my whole life. So you've lived here your whole life? Yes. I did know that. I'm not really acting surprised. Oh, that's crazy. Um, all right. So what is it like living in this place for your entire life? So how would you explain your community? Um, it's very familiar and like close as in like everybody kind of knows each other which i really like would you say this is a big town or a small town <sighs> probably small do you know how many people live in this town no <laughs> i think that it's like twenty six thousand. Uh, does that shock you um yes yeah because it feels much smaller than that yeah how many people go to your high school i don't know that either I think it's like 3,000, 2,600, maybe something like that. Oh, maybe. Wow. So you've been going there for three years and you don't really know how big it is. Yeah. Don't ask me how big my class size is too, because I don't know that. You don't know how many people are in your graduating class? No. Do you know what your ranking is? No, they got rid of that, didn't they? Did they? The class rank? Yeah. So you're telling me if you go into power school, yes, I am on school board, but I don't micromanage the school system. So you're telling me that if you go into power school, it doesn't say what your class rank is anymore? Well, it might. I don't ever go on the computer. I just go on my phone and check my grades. So do you care about your class rank? No. How about your GPA? Um, a little. <laughs> so tell me why you don't care about your class rank. Um, because... I don't know if I'm doing all I can, then I don't care how I compare to other people. That is, can you say that again? Because I think there's a lot of people out there who don't really understand that as far as like their personal lives. And these are adultish type people I'm talking about. So say that one more mm -hmm. time. If I'm doing all that I can, I don't care how it's like comparing to other people and what they can do. So where do you think that you picked up that mentality? Um, I don't know. Either from gymnastics or just from being raised okay so that's a very good bridge um because actually now maybe we'll get to the outline that i had for the show so you mentioned gymnastics mm -hmm. so talk to us a little bit about gymnastics what how, what role does that play in your life um well i've been doing it for like 11 almost 12 years so it's a really big part of my life and it's kind of like shaped me to have like the personality that I do and like the work e ethic. Okay. So back to what you said about your grade point average or class ranking about the mm -hmm. class ranking. Do you do gymnastics competitively? Yeah. So on the surface, if someone says, well, I, I compete, I'm competitive in a sport. Wouldn't that the initial reaction be that I measure myself against the people I'm competing with? Um, I see it more as like a track thing where you go for like your personal best because in a meet I'm more upset if like if I fall versus like a girl who I think is like really good if she like falls three times and I only fall two like I don't really care if I still fall twice then I'm not happy with that. So 
do you, so when you say be the best that you can be or those kind of things, you're competing against yourself. Do you worry uh-huh. about your scores? Um, I used to, but with high school, it's not really like, it's like important, but it's so different from like club and what I was like taught from the beginning that like, I don't really mind. Like the other day I didn't even see my beam score. And then my coach asked me what I got and I was like, I don't know. And she was like, didn't you look? And I was like, no, because I just didn't really care. So you mentioned club. So like, what is club versus the team that you're on now? Um, club is like way more structured and more serious. And like from that, you get to go into like the elite levels and like on to like national teams and then the Olympics. But high school, it's like really laid back. There's like a whole different set of rules and like the way that you do your teens. And that's very different. Would you say it's more artistic and open than, than club? Um, yeah, it's really like up to you and your own personal stuff and like what you bring to it versus like a coach, like getting you to like the goal that you want. You kind of have to set those for yourself in high school. Yeah. And then your experience with club was that the coaches had a, a, a place, an end place for you in mind and they helped you get there. Yeah. But you were also younger. Yeah. So you're not in club anymore. No. Okay. So measuring the two up against each other, do you prefer the club environment or the high school environment? Um, I think there's good aspects to both, but I think if my gym still had like a club and it like kept going the way it did, I probably would have liked club better. So even though you're not in club, are you still like, are you still doing it pretty much year round? Yeah, I practice. We have like an off season where we still have practices a few times a week. And then when it's during season, we have practice every day. And we also have like a ton of meets throughout the week. So I go year round. So how old were you when you transitioned from like rec to club where it was pretty, pretty much all year round? Mm, I'd say probably like mm, 10 so for the past six years, you've been having gymnastics pretty much year round. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, <laughs> wow. Um, what's the longest break do you think you had in that? Like, I mean, you haven't had any injuries, right? No. Um, I think that one Christmas we went down to Florida or maybe it was spring break, but I took a week off and that was... <laughs> The longest it had been. <laughs> so how does that make you feel saying that, like looking back six years of pretty much year round in the gym? That's pretty crazy, but I am definitely glad that it's that way. And yeah. So what would you say that that the practice of gymnastics has done for you as a person? Um, It's definitely taught me that like hard work beats like natural talent and like you have to have that personal drive to like keep going in like any part of life whether it be like your career or a sport or something and kind of like the honor system just because like when you'd be conditioning and your coach would say be like three sets of 10 of this I would always do three sets of 10 and then take like 
15 minutes or something to do it and a person would take like four minutes and be like okay what's next but then in the end it worked out that like I would get more skills or like be more consistent because I put in that work and that person just wanted to get to the skills but they didn't have like the right base so it's kind of taught me that would you say that your commitment to conditioning and those fundamentals has also kept you pretty injury free definitely yeah a lot of people who like got hurt there was like a point where like a bunch of people like hurt their lower backs and we had like a set conditioning program where it would be like lower back strengthening stuff and so looking back probably those people just like didn't do all the sets or didn't do all the exercises where I would like go through and like do all of them and make sure I got all of it done. So remember a couple <laughs> seconds ago when you talked about uh, realizing that the hard work and dedication, you know, kind of really outpaces the natural talent aspect of it. Yeah. Do you remember when you didn't understand that lesson? No. Don't you remember that you had a training partner that was very high on natural talent? But well, she taught me that. Right. So you learned it through that experience. Well, yeah. So is she still involved in gymnastics? Um, No, I think she does cheer, though. Oh, so talk yeah. to me a little bit about your feelings on the relationship between <laughs> gymnastics and cheer. Like, what's the, what's the stereotype relationship versus what you believe? Or are they aligned? I don't know. Well, actually, Tony... Um, one of the coaches at my gym today, <laughs> while I was coaching, a girl said, this is scary and hard. And he walked by and he said, if it wasn't scary and hard, they'd call it cheerleading. And I was like, oh. Yes, but cheerleading is <laughs> but actually that, pretty scary yeah, and hard too, especially like competitive cheer. Right. So um, if you were in, if you were in cheer, do you think you'd be a flyer? Um, Probably not. Not anymore because no. you're not as small as you used to no. be. <laughs> um, so speaking of like the danger or the, you know, like, I mean, gymnastics, a as someone who watches you compete, I'm like always glad when beam is over. It's like <laughs> I can wipe my hands on my pants and get the sweat off my palms. But I mean, yeah. I mean, would you consider yourself someone who goes for the the dangerous tricks or do you keep it pretty clean and and with the basics and fundamentals? Um, I like to keep it pretty clean. Um, I think I've reached a point where like anything more than like a back handspring on beam would be like way out of my comfort zone. And like, I wouldn't be able to do it. But, like a back handsprings enough where like, if I just trained it enough, I'd be able to do it. But... So you're never going to do a back talk on beam? No. <laughs> How about like, so between now and the end of your senior season, would you foresee like a, a double back on floor? Um, probably not. No? <laughs> Maybe a full <laughs> backwards. <laughs> so do you just not believe that you're strong enough or do you, is it just a fear thing? Um, probably both. See, but I think you're strong enough. Really? Yeah. I've never even done one of the pit. Well, you've never tried one. True. I think it'd be interesting to see what you think it takes to to hit that like into the pit just to see how hard you'd have to push. Yeah. We're getting off track there. We don't want to get down <laughs> to the nitty gritty of your routines and whatnot. Um, so you'd like the fundamentals and you'd like to keep it clean. Mm -hmm. Would you say that uh, dance is something that's a strong focus for you? Yes. I, yeah, 
I think I was just taught really well how to be like more graceful in my like dance, but anything that's not like choreographed for me, I can't really dance at all. (laughs) (laughs) So, but you don't get involved in your own choreography. Somebody helps you with that. Yeah. (laughs) And you don't have any dance. You don't have any dance training. No, I've so, like tried to take dance classes like four times probably and just quit because. So to school dance, you're not like getting your boogie on? Or... No, I cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Because it's not scripted or? Probably. <laughs> but you have. I just r- don't know what to do. <laughs> but you have rhythm. <laughs> okay. You'd look pretty weird doing your floor routine type dancing at a school yeah. dance, but. That'd be funny. So really, so no dance for you at all? No. So this is kind of jumping around, but so when you go to that school dance, you guys just hang out in the corner or you just do the bounce and pump your fist kind of thing? Um, Basically what happened this year was I walked in with a group of people that were like really eager to be there. So I like got in the middle and there were like three of us that were like kind of like stepping back and forth on each foot while everyone was like fist pumping and like going for it. And then after like five minutes, I switched groups. And we went and got water with like three times within like 30 minutes. And then we left early. So, so no, not so much cutting the rug. (laughs) Yeah. no. All right. Let's bounce back to gymnastics. So you had your first meet of the season last night. (laughs) Yeah. Um, How do you think it went? Um, Not too great. (laughs) Well, but see, I would disagree, but tell me why you don't think it went so great. Um, uh, Well, I fell on beam once and then oh and on my dismount which I probably just should have worked it harder before but and then floor I just need like more endurance to like get through it and I just had like a brain fart in the middle too so were you really winded at the end did I remember seeing you being pretty winded I wasn't as winded as I usually am do you work on breathing or anything like that like (laughs) remembering to breathe you probably forget to breathe when you're doing it right um I have this one part where like the one time I'm like on the ground I like breathe in and breathe out at a certain spot but then I do like my handstand pirouette and I don't breathe that whole time that was awesome by the way thanks (laughs) and then I have to go right into my tumbling pass after like the handstand pirouette and then like another jump series and then so I just like take a deep breath before that one and then go but then after that it's kind of not anything I will definitely take some video at the next meet so I can upload it to the website so people can see what we're talking about but um she does this thing her handstand pirouette uh how many times you turn (laughs) two full times around uh these kids that were behind us last night they were obnoxious as fuck um (laughs) they would not shut up and they were doing something with zip tie where they were like cutting off the circulation in their wrists, their finger, their neck even. I didn't even want to look back. But they were super loud. But when you did the handstand pirouette, they were they all stopped. They were like, whoa, that is cool. Nice. So I was like, that's my girl. So, um, all right. So, but first me, you got to expect yeah, it can't I'm be perfect. glad it happened then. And just by practice today, I'm hoping tomorrow will go better because it felt better so do you think that your initial reaction last night though was because of the way you used to look at club where like every meet was it wasn't a building thing it was like that meet those scores and then done on to the next meet yeah this one's definitely like you want to get all those falls out before and then like save all your good clean routines for like conference and like try and make it on past there how does that work for people listening so at conference 
everybody competes and then there's mm, sectionals, regionals, and state. Wait, it's one way. It's right. it's either sectional, regional, regionals, or regional sectionals, sectionals, yeah. And state. Um goes by the alphabet. Um and then so conference, everybody competes, regionals, um, I think everybody competes and then you qualify from there onto sectionals and then you can make it like as a team or as like individuals and then to state there's like this list that they post and it's like top 10 top 10 highest scores and then two more I think or no for sectionals it's like the top 10 and then if you make like the average score that you need then you can go on but then state it's like the top Right, strict cut. Yeah. Any ambitions to make it state? Um, that'd be cool. I don't know. And what would that be in? Would that be floor or beam? Probably beam. Bars for sure. Oh, yeah. I actually did bars today. And how was that? It wasn't too bad. I think it was the conditioning I've been doing. And possibly Excel Gym? Oh, yeah, maybe. My so- arms are probably stronger. So tell everyone your evolution, like you used to be an all-arounder, but now not so much. Yeah, I used to do all four events because club, everybody just does all four. And then high school, you kind of get to like pick and choose what you prefer to do and like what you're good at. So beam and floor are my strong places and like what I like to do. Vault is like, I feel indifferent about it, so it's fine either way. But I really don't like bars, so I don't have to do bars anymore. Why don't you like bars? I don't know. I'm just not good at it. <laughs> um, you know, I'm a really big fan of yours. Oh, thanks. But yeah, bars, <laughs> no bueno. No. <laughs> uh-uh. It just looks painful. Yeah, it's bad. And I've never enjoyed watching it. Um, all right. So we've kind of, we've, we've covered gymnastics. We, we might bleed back to that just because it's such a big, important part of your life. Yeah. Uh, we talked about high school a little bit. Um, so I know that you do some volunteer work. Mm-hmm. So first of all, tell everyone what you do and like how you got into that. Um, so my oldest brother somehow started playing in this like church band. And through that, my mom found out that there was like a church nursery that you could volunteer at and help out with like babies and like young kids, like three and younger. So she started going and there was like a full year where she was like, you should come with me. It'll be really fun. But I was like, no, I'd rather sleep in. And then this one time I decided to go and I really enjoyed doing it. So I've been going for like probably three or four years now. And it's like an hour and a half, two hours. And I'm just there with the kids and it's really fun. <laughs> Sorry, I was chilling at her for flipping the water, the top on a water bottle. Um, so, would you? So, it's a you volunteered at church. Yes. How does that fit in with the whole baby bar religion <laughs> thing? Not at all. But you still do it, right? Yeah. Because. Um, because I like the kid part, and I like the community and the people there. They're all really nice. So. Nice. I'm a part of it now. So the young kid thing, would that be something that you'd say that the volunteers, the volunteerism helped strengthen or is that something that's always been there for you? 
Um, well, I feel like most or all girls when they're like 13, 14, like babysit or whatever. So that definitely like helped with that. And then the child care for like the church helped with that too. But all right. So why do you think that, why do you think that whole, you said the 13, 14 year old girls and babysitting, like what's that all about? Well, I feel like it's just like a female instinct thing that everyone's like, I'm going to be a babysitter and I'm going to work with kids. But then do you feel like that's a controversial statement that you just made that probably, (laughs) (laughs) but do you care? Well, it's a stereotype. No, I don't really care because I feel like it's true. It's true for you. Yeah. And a lot of people that you know. Yeah. But you know people that it's not true for. Like, you probably know people in your peer group that just are terrible with kids. Well, yeah, but I'm saying when they were, like, 13 and 14, they were like, I'm going to babysit and I'm going to do this. And then they did it and then they were like, I hate kids. So. But you've not reached the I hate kids yet. No. And so, all right, so you do the volunteerism thing Uh and you work with kids in a nursery, but you also babysit, right? Yes. So now we're starting to bleed into like the work because you get paid to babysit, right? Yeah. And what other jobs do you do? Um, I work at a coffee shop and I also coach gymnastics. You for... could mention the name of the coffee shop. They'd appreciate the plug. <laughs> but it's local. <laughs> I have some coffee and tea. <laughs> if I had the <laughs> address memorized, I would say. Owen does. I Owen know. Has yeah. So you work at babysitting. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing that? Um, probably since I was like 12 or 13. Steady families or does it change all the time? Um, it's pretty steady, but I've picked up a few new ones from people who like went away to school. Yeah. So would you say that, that, so you get paid to work at Limestone, you get paid to babysit, um, and you get paid to coach. Seeing a theme here. (laughs) Well, you volunteer too. Yes. But so like, what would you say? So each one of those jobs, like the pay versus the reward, like why do you work at Limestone? Um, I feel like Limestone, I think of like my main like source of money, which is weird because I probably get paid more for babysitting TBH. But like. Did you just say TBH? I did. (laughs) But like. There are some people out there who don't know what that means. So. To be honest. Thank you. All right. So sorry. So you get paid more to babysit possibly. Yeah. So like, but when I'm at Limestone and I, on a day where like, I'm not enjoying it or it's really busy and I'm like, this is stupid. I'm like, my thought there is, oh, I'm getting paid to do this. It's fine. But then like at, for coaching, I don't really ever check how much my paycheck is because I'm just there so often. Cause you're I, rolling in it and it doesn't yeah, really matter. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, I'm there so much that, like, I don't even think that I'm getting paid to, like, be doing it and because I enjoy it. And then, yeah, babysitting, I don't really, whatever they feel like they need to give me. So you don't have a set rate? Um, With one family, I do, just because they asked. But other people usually just, like, give me whatever they feel is right, and I'm fine with that. So what kind of stuff do you do at Limestone? Um, So I'm a barista, and... (laughs) Is that for real? Like, I mean, is that's that... what they call us, okay. like the baristas. So, I make drinks. I know how to work an espresso machine, um, espresso, <laughs> not espresso, <laughs> and 
And then I work at like the register and I wash dishes and I make food. So what kind of food do you make? Um, we have like some salads. Um, we have some soups, some sandwiches. Our main thing is some quiche. Um, do you Dennis, make the quiche? No, Dennis makes the okay. quiche. Sometimes Peggy too. So what's your favorite drink to make? Um, for myself or like for other people? Um, no, what's your favorite drink to make for other people? Um, well, I, when I first started, I hated steaming milk, but now I really like hot drinks because um, since I'm so good, I can make latte art. Ooh, what kind of latte art? Um, like a leaf. <laughs> so so you can make one type of I latte art? I can move art? the pitcher and it makes a shape. <laughs> Sometimes it looks like a cloud. It's really Nice. Cool. Nice. So do you have any funny work stories from Limestone? Like not not any local names, but No, I can't. You can't do any work stories? No, I feel like I can't. Why? I don't know. Like it could be like, well, there's this one customer who always orders this one drink that we don't make and we tell them every time that you got nothing like that. Oh that never happens. Okay. I just was trying to help seed some ideas. How about any uh funny babysitting stories? Um well, I can't think of any like specific ones, but these two kids that I've been babysitting for like probably two years, um, one of them just has like a really advanced vocabulary for his age and just says really funny stuff. Is he all the five time. yet? No, he's not still yet. four. He's four, yeah. Damn. Yeah. He's awesome. They're really cute. Yeah, he's yes. <laughs> so funny. Well, okay, so coaching. Yeah. So how, so how did that all start? Um, well, I, when I was 15, I was like, that's when you can start working birthday parties at my gym. So I was like meaning to like pick up an application and blah, blah, blah. And I like never did. And then one day, like, I guess he's a manager. Um, one of the coaches, like, called me over and he was like, here's an application, like fill it out, <laughs> like to be a coach and start working here. And I was like, okay, cool. So you didn't see that job advertised and apply for it. The coach, no. one, one of the head coaches came up to you and said, Hey, you should do this. Yeah, pretty nice. much. Um, How'd that make you feel? Oh, uh, pretty awesome. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it started there and then I started being trained like at the beginning of this school year ish. And what did training entail? Um, basically just like observing with other coaches in their classes and then slowly like working in and like giving my own tips and like stuff. I spotted Kips today. That was cool. Spotted Kips today. Yes. So can you explain to the the novices out there? Because I know what you mean. <laughs> no, I don't. So how, what does spotting Kips so look like? So a Kip is like a pretty big skill to get on bars. Once you like have a kip, you can pretty much like start learning anything else because. And a kip is where you get from below the bar to above the bar. On top of it. Yes. So. I did know what she was talking about. When? It takes a lot of strength and it took me really a long time to get it. So it is a lot of strength, but is it strength and technique? Because if I saw some really small women yesterday that didn't have like anything but bone structure and they had the technique to do it. Yeah. 
having like clean lines definitely helps. Josh showed me the video of my first kit yesterday <laughs> at practice. He like came up behind me and he's like, hey, look at this. How old were you in this video? Uh, probably like 11. So how old were these people that you were spotting today? Um, Probably between like 10, 11, yeah. So I had this vision of you in coaching and I pictured like five-year-old gymnast no, well this is a higher level class so they're a little older but yeah like three of them like got on top of the bar and they were super excited and it was awesome and did you high five them do you did. nice <laughs> yeah our motto is high five a kid because it might be the only high five they get that day so <laughs> I think that's a good motto <laughs> yeah I thought it was going to be much more like, and it could send them on this long journey through nope. gymnastics, but it's just because it might be the only high five it they get that day. might make their day. So do you get to do the stamps for the little ones after practice? That's all I remember from when you were little. Um, for the rec. times I've helped with preschool, yeah, we give them stamps. On their feet? And hands. Yeah. And hands. Nice. Yeah. Once they go through the tunnels. So is it what you expected so far, the coaching? Uh, yeah. I... I like rec, but I also think it'd be cooler to be like a team coach. And is that a possibility? Uh, I had my chance. <laughs> oh, you said no? Well, because so I work, I already work Tuesdays and Thursdays and I have practice every day after school. And um, like my boss, he asked me if I wanted to work with the rec team on Monday nights and then my other boss quickly jumped in and said, don't give her any more work. She's already working too much. But I you do work an awful lot. For I, a would -year -old. I would agree with that. So I'm glad I'm not doing it. But at the same time, I think it'll be it would be cool on Sunday. So between so between gymnastics, limestone, mm -hmm. the church, babysitting on average and coaching, how much time? Do you, would you guesstimate that that so gymnastics is how many hours a week it's two hours every day yeah so that's 10 yeah right it's just a solid two hours mm -hmm. so then you coach how many nights a week um two nights a week for an hour and a half so then that's three more hours so that's 13 on saturday and sunday you work at limestone yeah. how many hours um nine to two so that's five hours. And then... So that's 18. You're up to 18 hours. And then either open to close or like 12 to close. So eight, six or two hours. And what did I say you were up to? Depending on if I'm going to church. So that's 19. And then church is two hours? Two hours, yeah. It's 21. So you have 21 hours. of. So when do you do your schoolwork? <laughs> <laughs> Um, usually when I get home from practice, if it's like really, really needs to be done. Do you have homework tonight? I, uh, I have a Spanish test tomorrow. I just need to study for. But being on this podcast was way more important. Of course. Okay, good. <laughs> um, there was something, someplace I was going with that, uh, with working the hours and the working week. and that much. Oh, you're also in the band. <laughs> Yeah. I can't remember the last time I heard you play your instrument at home. Well. How's band going? They just told us we have a final, so I'll be bringing that bad boy home. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you play? I play the clarinet. <laughs> so you can, you're, 
you can do music. Yeah. And you're pretty good at it. Yeah. Even though you don't practice. Mm -hmm. Your floor routines are beautiful. Thank you. But you can't dance. Um, yeah. I'm really hung up on this can't dance I thing. can't. Do you think it's a fear of putting yourself out there, even though you dance in a Leo in front of hundreds of people all the time? Probably. But like that, like I have a set thing to do and like, I know what I'm doing. Well, but you can do that with dance too. <laughs> you just have to have a, a it, it's just, you have a repertoire and then you just yeah. do it to the beat. Come on. Uh, do you want me to go dance at parties? <laughs> no, no. For the <laughs> record, I'm no. I'm just, it's just one of those things where like, I like, I like logical straight lines and it, this one just doesn't, it stops at this weird place. Like you don't dance. Hey man, but, it's like that high school musical song. I can't dance. No, I don't dance. There's a High School Musical song, I Don't Dance. Yeah, High School Musical 2. Check it out. Ooh, I don't think I caught the <laughs> sequel. How's There's that? three. They might How's that go? One. How's that song go? We're going to sing a few bars. I don't dance. No, no. <laughs> They're on a baseball field. Sounds like Backstreet Boys. It kind of does, that song, yeah. All right. Oh, well, that is a great segue. Mm. Well, we'll come back to why you don't play your instrument at home in a little bit. But <laughs> okay. um, so... What kind of music do you listen to? <laughs> Asses of all my guests. I'm, no, I don't. Mm. I'm going to start asking, though. I don't know. Whatever's popular. That's not true. You listen to music constantly. So what do yeah, you listen to? I literally, on Apple Music, Halsey? I click no. You don't listen to Halsey? No. She kind of annoys me. Really? Yeah, her voice. Oh, I love her. Well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So who do you listen to? Um, I listen to Oh Wonder. <laughs> Oh, wonder is that a band? Yes. Yeah. It's also a Pandora station, but okay. Well, it's uh, for the band. Yes. Um, I like Young the Giant. Um, and then just like just random playlists anywhere else. Yeah. So I know that you went through a serious Taylor Swift phase, T Swizzle, (laughs) as I like to call her. Yeah, I did. So. Um, this is where I'm going to ask you your opinion on her current music. I don't like it. <laughs> What's So what do you think is going on with Taylor? You I think, don't know. You think she's in trouble? You think? <laughs> I think she really knew how to sing like country music. And then she's like, I got to be pop. And now she just like doesn't really sing. But she's had some pretty good pop albums though, right? Well, yeah. I mean, she's, I don't know. she has more money. Sing. She has enough money that she could buy a bunch of Bitcoins. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. We're gonna go random and go to Bitcoin now. Yeah, no, when people were talking about it in Spanish today, I wanted to pop in with that little tidbit about the pizza, but I didn't. What? I, I was so tired today. I give you these nuggets that <laughs> so you can do that in I conversation. Know, people didn't understand it at all and I was gonna explain it, but I was really tired. Explain Bitcoin pizza for our friends and family that are listening. So some guy bought a pizza with Bitcoin when it like first came out. How many bitcoins did he spend? Ten thousand. Yes. So 10,000 Bitcoins on a pizza and then it's jumped up. One day it went from like 11,000 to like 14,000 or something. And then I think today it was up to like 17,000. Let's see like what Bitcoin pizza is right now. Maybe 19,000. There's a Twitter page. Bob always says. I think I'm looking it up. Bitcoin Pizza hasn't tweeted. Nope, that's not it. Damn it. 
Well, anyway, Bitcoin pizza is up in the hundreds of millions of dollars right now. I can't believe I don't have it. That bums me out. So you going to get in on some Bitcoin or what? I mean, I feel like I should, but I feel like it's just going to drop really soon just because it's getting so like popular. But it'll drop, but it's going to go back up. Maybe. Yeah, that's what somebody said, but like it might like take a really long time. But it went up like another huge, like since you guys were talking about it today, it went up again. Really? Yeah. Do you think I should? I think I should. I don't really get how you get into it. But. Well, that was the next question I was going to ask. Oh, okay. So yeah, there know. are banks that trade in it. Um, and the, one of the reasons they say it's going up is because so many other financial institutions are starting to acknowledge it as a legitimate currency. So, but I think it's probably, it's got to be due for a crash. Yeah. It'd be good if you had some right now to start like leaking back into regular cash instead of staying in Bitcoin. But Mm -hmm. that was a total tangent. Um, (laughs) So since you're not going to invest in Bitcoin to be independently wealthy for the rest of your life, uh, what's the, what's the plan after high school? Um, Go to college for elementary education. Why? Um, Because I enjoy working with kids um, I can get behind teaching elementary school level education more than I can like high school. Why can't you get behind high school education? Um, because that seems weird since you're in high school. The majority of it is like unnecessary. Oh, this is an interesting statement. So let's explore that. What is unnecessary in high school education? Well, okay. If you look at the fact of like someone who knows what they want to be doing for the rest of their life, like me, who wants to go into elementary education, um, Taking class like AP Physics, now Bob's going to be like, told you so. Um, <laughs> taking class like AP Physics is not going to be beneficial for me in any point Well, then life. why did you sign up for it? Because it's going to help me get into a college. You think? I think it would get me look better to get into a school that I would prefer to go to to help me learn what I want to Right, but doesn't that sound silly that you're saying that out loud? So you're going to go to school. You said, even said the silliness of high school. You're going to go for elementary education. Mm-hmm. So why would the university that's looking to bring you into their elementary education program care if you have AP physics? I don't know. I know. It's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because every late start presentation that you have is like, take those AP classes get into those honors programs. Well, but why do they give you the why other than the whole fact that colleges will think you look better? That's what they tell you. <sighs> um, so you mentioned late start presentations. Yeah. Uh, you might want to fill everyone in on what this late start uh, concept is. So at my school. I think it's complete bullshit, by the way, just for the record. Really? Wait, the late start of the presentation? The late start. Oh, um, well, now that I drive myself, I do too, because I have to get up at the same time if I want a good parking spot. Wow, full circle. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm good, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so every Thursday, or so every normal day, we start school at 7.35. Yeah, yes. 7.35. <laughs> you go then, there. Are you sure? Yeah. And then on Thursdays, we get to sleep in and like have some extra time. Um, air quotes extra time and school starts at 8 25 but why why do you get extra time on thursdays i don't know you just do it's this great gift yeah and then all right so this is have like early release on wednesdays 
That sounds like the giver. <laughs> You've been chosen Whoa. for early release. Nice giver reference. Way to work that in. Um, all right. So wait a second. So let's go back to this. So this is all, it's based on the fact that you guys have an interesting, not interest. Well, it's not unique, but it is interesting. Oh. Your schedule. Block schedule. So you have a block schedule, right? So tell yeah. everyone what a block schedule is. So like in middle school and most other high schools, you have like periods. So you'll have like nine or 10 classes in one day. And that also goes on like either quarters or trimesters. I don't remember. Um, but then for our sc- high school, we have block scheduling. So each class, each block is an hour and 30 minutes. And what else was there? Well, oh, so we just have four classes right. and then we have semesters. So we change just once, not three times. Well, but you have terms yeah, that are so half of a semester. Yeah, you can take term classes Or a quarter. Too. Yeah. So what people will call them. Yeah. But so the weird thing is for me is that you'll take an English class, for instance, mm-hmm. or a math class and you only have it half the year. Yeah, it's great. But if you were taking... Well, it's because you have PE band that you have it for an entire year, right? Yeah. So if you were only in band or if you were only, if you didn't have band, you would only have PE for a semester. Yeah. I still think it's weird that math is only half a year and English is only half a year. I love it. (laughs) I I like the two hours. I like the hour and a half plus class length, but not the, not the fact that it's, uh, that it only goes for half the year. Um. So you talked about college and elementary education. Do you have any uh, any universities in mind? Um, I've actually been taking my extra time in AP Lang and looking at like college websites lately. Is that an so, approved activity in AP Lang or oh, for sure? That's my teacher. <laughs> um, so, uh, Colorado Boulder is probably my top choice. I've decided. Um, high five on that. I know. Because it might be the only high five you get today. (laughs) Actually, I've already given a few, so I think it's like two-way street. All right. Um, And then, but if I was going to stay in Illinois, I'd do ISU because they have a really good elementary education program. Or Northwestern, right? North Central. Not Northwestern. Northwestern's in the city. North Central's in Naperville. Is what I'm talking about. Okay. Or North Central. Uh, or Iowa State. Those are like my. So no place about. east of here, basically. Well, except okay. Naperville. Yeah, not really. Naperville is technically east of here. <laughs> Whatever. Not to disclose too much personal information yeah, about Lily. Naperville. Alexa. What did she do? What? Apparently. Gosh. Apparently, we have a special guest in studio with us right now. Um, our digital assistant. I'm not going to say her name because she will chime in again i meant to demo the ocean sounds earlier to go with the fish tank oh really yeah we can <laughs> well we could do it alexa play ocean sounds we'll see if it picks up on the mic later so i have the fish tank and the ocean sounds it's really beautiful oh yeah it makes me so mellow so we're going to turn her off just in case it's picking up alexa stop i don't think it is because she's pretty quiet right now Sorry about that Alexa interruption. All right, Lillian killed another bottle of water and drank all the water. Interesting enough, my uh, vodka tonic is almost gone too. Wow. Or vodka soda. 
<laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> All right. So where were we? We were talking about colleges. So really Colorado yeah. number one right now. Yeah, I think so. I would love that because we would totally move and then you would get residency soon. Well, yeah. So my thinking was um, I realized in the car the other day when I was talking to this girl I was driving, I was just talking about schools and I was like, I definitely want to stay close to my family, but like I'm going to go to Colorado. But if I go to Colorado, then you guys will go to Colorado too. So what do you like about Colorado? Um. I like that it will have like all seasons, but also like pretty epic winters um, because Illinois is cool, but like I'd rather be it be somewhere like really pretty while it's winter and like have a lot of activities to do like skiing and stuff. Well, we'd be close to Moab. We'd be close to Yellowstone. We'd be close. I mean, like pretty close to all those places. Yeah. And in an ideal world, I would be able to like go hiking and like do all that stuff. Right, like even on an afternoon, like drive out there, even if you don't have class, Mm -hmm. because you're right by the flat irons. So yeah, you'd have a blast. Um, So do you want to talk a little bit about our snowshoeing last winter? Oh, yeah. Did you enjoy that? I did. That was fun. We were, how high were we? In the air. Very high. I think we were almost 12,000 feet. So we were over two miles. Yeah. And uh, hiking in snow deeper than the trees, we are snowshoeing. It was um, it was just perfect. Yeah, you were ready to move there at that exact moment, <laughs> were you? I did say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is very cool. So, all right, yeah. so you you go to Boulder, you get a degree in elementary education or early mm-hmm. childhood, and then what? What's the plan? Um, then I'd find a school to teach there, and. I mean, like, in an ideal world, I would also, like, coach gymnastics on the side, maybe, while being a teacher. And, yeah. Marriage, kids? Yeah. House? Yeah. What's your house look like? Oh, I'm going to have such a big house. Really? (laughs) Uh, Maybe not, like, big, but, like, I don't know. Nice. I want nice, to like, like decorate it. Nice, really like nice. our house, or <laughs> no, <laughs> a little nicer. What are you saying? I have nothing. So, like, more like other relatives you have, nice, or I mean, like, I, yeah, I, I'm thinking your sister. <laughs> <laughs> she might listen, so you can give her some props on hey, her house. She's got a nice house. It's just a beautiful house. Um. So yeah. So so something a little little classier than this place. Yeah, maybe. You'll have a podcast studio like this, though, right? Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually going to put a heavy curtain in front of that, like low, to cover the the stuff that make noise, all the electronics over there. Oh, yeah, I can hear them buzzing. Well, I can hear that. <laughs> I can hear that one. And I'm thinking I'm going to put foam, like the little uh, soundproofing foam. Okay, you're only going to live here for another, like... Yeah. I know, but think about it. People who come look at this place be like, oh, there's a built-in podcasting studio? Perfect. <laughs> All right. So um, we are about uh, 52 minutes in. How'd that feel? Uh, great. <laughs> great? Yeah. Oh, I think you did fine. Good. <laughs> yeah. Did you feel like it went by fast? Yeah, kind of. Is there anything that you wanted to cover that we didn't cover? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? Yeah. Really? Like you're like, do you, you didn't want even, me to say something? Well, I mean, I figured you'd be like, well, you didn't even ask me about like 
my rock collection, or I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't have a rock collection. I mean, let's see. We talked about gymnastics, school, how loaded I am. Like, I think we got it all. All right. Um, <laughs> so the last question that I ask uh, every guest, because you've listened to all the podcasts, you know this is coming, right? Um. Yes. Have you listened to any of them? <laughs> no. Damn it, Lillian. Hey, everybody. I <laughs> yeah, know that much. You just know that we, yeah, because <laughs> we've talked about it. You know, it's really been on my list, but I'm kind of busy. Well, true. <laughs> like, can't you listen to podcasts when you stretch or something? Or Yeah, you're going to say in the car, but I can't even nope. drive myself. Nope. I wasn't going to say in the car. Oh, on the bus, on the way to and from. No. Oh, you never come home, though, because you're always working there. Yeah. Oh, something we didn't mention is that she coaches in the gym where she practices. So she yeah. spends probably almost as much time in the gym as she does at school. school. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's like one third, one third, one third almost. Wow, that's just weird. All mm. right. So the big question that's coming up at the end here is, is there someone that, well, no, it's not, is there? You have to tell me someone <laughs> that we both know that would be good on the podcast. Oh, no. That hasn't been on already, but since you don't know the guests that have been <laughs> on, that this could be a repeat. So who do you think? I don't think I know anyone that's been on. Um, I don't know. Owen. Really, you think Owen? No, Before his voice Josh? is so monotone. He wouldn't be good. <laughs> Before Josh? I mean, Josh... Yeah, Josh would be cool. I think I'm going to do all of you guys anyway, but but I was but first, you were first. So there's a high five. Nice. Um, don't tell anyone that you were first. Um, yeah. They don't because they don't listen either. <laughs> my friends are amazing. My families are jerks. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> uh, so really, Josh, not anybody like outside in the community that we both know. No. Wow, you did not prepare very well for this interview. No, I don't even have my bio in my picture. <laughs> I need your bio because I need to do the pre-record. I need it now. <laughs> I need it now. No, I really, I need it like when we're done I'll with this. You on really I'm going to hit stop here in like two seconds and then I'm going to need your bio. So on that, <laughs> uh, after I've yelled at my daughter for not having her bio, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Anything you want to say as we sign off, Lillian? Like any, like a digital high five in case it's the only high five those people get all day. Yeah. Here's a digital high five if you didn't get one today. That's it. I was yeah. looking for like a word of wisdom, like some, some mantra I that you live by. I said so many smart things in this, Bob. Nope. I need one more. I need a mantra that you live by. Like the I... kids don't do drugs or something. Oh yeah. Don't do drugs. It's bad for you. That's it? Yeah. All right. Say goodbye. Bye. So I got to say uh, that was a super fun episode with my daughter, Lillian. Uh, she's uh, an incredible young woman, uh, great gymnast, awesome student, and uh, just fun to hang out with. And hopefully you could uh, pick up on all those things from our little conversation. Uh, just to fill you in, uh, we did find the Bitcoin pizza page, and it is up to $168 million, uh, which is up 18% from yesterday. So just in case you were hanging in there to find out about Bitcoin pizza. Also, uh, stay tuned for the episode next week. Have a very fun guest from the East Coast. I think everyone's going to enjoy that and hopefully enjoyed this one. Special thanks to our sponsors, Social Imposter and the Bob and Kevin Show. Turn in, tune in Mondays at 8 a.m. Eastern time for live YouTube craziness. Actually, it's not crazy. It's just tech and 
you know, just other fun stuff that Kevin talked about. So uh, have a great week and uh, tune in next week for episode eight. Thanks. Thanks.